Rami. And I'm Shannon. And this is Workplace Side Hugs. Normally on Workplace Hugs, we like to talk about a book, an article, something that's inspired us. For Side Hugs, we like to take a little bit leaner approach and talk about either a time or a place where we would have liked some advice. And so for this episode, we're going to talk about getting a new leader up to speed. Um, And so, Shannon, what's your first piece of advice with a new leader? My first piece of advice is uh, to tell them about you, which is obvious, but I have a really fun story on this one, Rami. So when I became a leader of my last team at Target, I had a young woman who approached me in our first status, and she very confidently shared, hey, I'd love to share with you some things that I've worked on that I'm really proud of, and I want to make sure that you know about. And I want to share some things that I'm focused on now in my business. And it was very bold, but also I totally, I was totally into it. (laughs) I loved that she had the forethought to think about that because I think a lot of employees get nervous about um, feeling like they have to prove themselves all over again. And I thought that was a really brilliant, effective method to show me and get me up to speed very quickly on her. Did she quickly become like your rock star? Uh, One of two. Yep. On a team of 12. Wow. And how do you know it all wasn't just smoke? I think it was factual. She really focused on like, I mean, it's data in her business that would be pretty hard to do without her being the one to do it and letting her continue to show that the proof is in the pudding. But her taking the pressure off of herself to be like, okay, she she gets the joke. Like she knows a little bit about what I'm about. Doesn't mean that like she didn't need to like do anything anymore. But I think it took the pressure off her and me, frankly, to learn about her. What if you had 12 people? What if every one of those 12 people came to you the same way? I'd be into it. Really? If all 12 were like, I'm the best, I'm a rock star. She wasn't saying I'm the best. She was saying... I, she was basically like going over the last year of her resume with me. Like, what are the four to six bullet points you'd put on a resume that you're really proud of in this job? And she did that with me in our very first status. And I appreciated it because it let me know, like, what work does she excel at and what does she get a lot of energy from? Yeah. Interesting. So give your background, get them up to speed on you was something that you really appreciated. Yes. What about you, Rami? I think my question and I think you have the same pieces here, is like ask them how they want to get up to speed and what that means for them. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's, okay, cool. Like what are what are the ways you like to get up to speed? Like is it one of us? Is it all of us in a room kind of breaking down everything for you like a week and saying, all right, here's what the week looks like. Here's what we do on Mondays. Here's what our priorities are. Here's what Tuesday looks like. Is it that? Is it saying, okay, overall, here are what our priorities are and they get accomplished throughout the week and then at the right time, we can kind of walk you through how we do those. Is it you want to see the outcome of all those things right now and then slowly over time get into speed of like the mix of how we do things? I think it's really understanding what it is that they need and how can you support them in that. Yep, yep. I think it's important to explicitly offer that help. And I like how you're encouraging them to like ask and tailor it to them and their preferred learning style so that you make sure that you're actually helping and not just barfing data on them. (laughs) Yes. What's your piece of advice around that, Jen? In a headline, be slow on demands, but fast on support and solutions. 
So I can also think of times where I came in guns a blazing with my leader. And I was like, this needs to change. This sucks. I've been telling the old you that this sucks and they never did anything about it. And we need to do something about it. No, don't take that approach. Instead, let it sound like I'd really love to help you create an early win by solving this issue. I have some ideas on how to address this. Can I run them past you? And kind of take point position on this. That is the kind of employee that I want to be and the kind of employee that I want to hire. That's interesting. So reposition like your problem slash issue as a quick win for them. Uh Uh-huh. But what if, so this is where it, for me, drives into that what not to do, which is take advantage of their newness. And so this is the part that I have a lot of trouble with is how do you balance that between taking advantage versus like actually supporting them what's taking advantage about about that so here's my example i in a previous life had a team that was very lean and so we just had a lot of things to do and there was one thing that my team just like really struggled always to do Uh and we talked to my leader and he's like nope it's important we have to keep doing it it's like okay but like we're at the point where something has to give and this is the thing that is probably going to give in the change of leadership with the new leader, we went to the new leader and we're like, hey, this is the thing we're struggling with. We don't have the bandwidth to do this, so we need to stop doing this. And they're like, yeah, yeah. that sounds good. And to me, it was kind of like we didn't, we probably should have kept doing it. Our previous leader like was right and that like it needed to be done. But it was like, oh, new leader, cool. We'll just explain them the situation. They don't need the context. And we'll stop doing that thing. And to me, it's the double edge of what you're saying in that we, yeah. I feel like we took advantage of them and it really backfired for us. So maybe the, yes. the, the moral of the story is if you're taking advantage, it's going to backfire on you. So do it in the right way to give them a win as opposed to give yourself a win that's going to backfire in the future. <laughs> yes, good distinction to be made there. And like, what's the difference or what would we encourage the listener to do differently in the example that you gave? I'll let you go first since it was your example. What do you wish you would have done differently? I think probably not have done that because it wasn't necessary. I think getting them fully up to speed and helping them know like something has to give and letting them probably agree that the thing that you're suggesting, it shouldn't be given. It should be something else that breaks. Uh-huh. As opposed to kind of putting it on a plate with a bow and saying, this is the thing. It's got to give. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that's the distinction right there is... Um, presenting options versus like an option and naming it the solution. How do you, like, are you presenting multiple options for them to choose from, so to speak, on what might the possibilities be here versus masking <laughs> certain options to be sure that it goes in your favor? Yeah, and I think you're right too. If you give them multiple options, then I think they feel like they've made the decision as opposed to you kind of pushing them in one direction. Uh And you can still push them in one direction with multiple options, but at least this way they were given multiple options and could fight you on them. Yeah, it's persuasion versus manipulation. Persuading them, but showing all options versus manipulating by not even telling them what all the possibilities might be. Exactly. What other advice do you have, Shannon? Another one that comes to mind is, and this is just like a general advice, but particularly around being a new leader, how do you keep a learner versus a judger mindset? I, this came to mind for me when my bosses, bosses, 
boss. I had to think about that. Got a new leader. We got a new chief supply chain officer. And there was a lot of judgment going around in our broader organization about where this person had lack of expertise. And I think it was important to back up and take a learner mindset and focus on asking questions instead of just making assumptions of like, oh, well, this person has no planning experience. So of course, they're never going to advocate for our portion of the organization. Like, okay, let's let's just take a chill pill for a minute and maybe ask some what and how questions to learn more about this individual versus assume that just because they don't have this one type of expertise, like throw our hands up and assume they're going to be a terrible leader. I like this. I think what I'm distilling from what you're saying is assume positive intent. Like the company hired that leader for a reason. You have to hope that the foresight and the due diligence, if not giving you the person you hoped for, is giving you what the company needs at that point. And so maybe they have a skill set that's different than what you anticipate. Yes. So as long as you assume positive intent for the first warm-up period, it'll at least let you come in with the right mindset to support them and not come off as a challenger, which is the last thing you want to do because you can't break that, right? First impressions stick. And so then um, come in that way, support. At some point, you need to shift from that assuming positive intent if you're still not getting the support you need or they're not leading in the way that you expect. Mm-hmm. But I think you're right. It's that warm-up period of assuming positive intent. Yeah. And a really cool story about that that I'm remembering now. So we were given the opportunity from my boss's boss to ask this person questions. And I think I must have been one of like zero manager, <laughs> one of one managers that posed some to him. And it was all about the like, tell us about your planning experience, blah, 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 blah. Long story short he ended up choosing to shadow an analyst and he shadowed an analyst on my team to learn about planning, to get himself up to speed and realize just how terrible our systems were (laughs) so that that then became a strategic priority for him to say, we need to improve the systems for the planning team because this is ridiculous. (laughs) So, you know, like it pays to be bold as well. Well, I think you're validating that from both ends, right? You're saying like be bold, in the first example you gave and in this example. So I think both yeah. sides, if we're going to sum this up in any way, is to say, like, be bold and 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 help them see, like, where the opportunities are and where your strengths are right off the bat. And I think that helps them get up to speed. Yep. So you just kind of summed it up nicely. Do we want to do a quick hit on our takeaways still? I think that's good. I think we say those two things. I think set them up to succeed. And if you want to give them a win, give them an actual win. Don't take advantage of them. Yeah. And help them prioritize i think when they're getting up to speed in the way that they want to so i'd say with that please come and let us know your advice for getting a new leader up to speed on instagram at workplace hugs we know you have plenty of good advice in terms of how to get leaders up to speed and we'd love to hear from you um and with that i've been rami and i've been shannon and and this this was was workplace workplace side side hugs hugs. (laughs)